Hi, Hi. Welcome back to the Myrtle Lullabies. Oh my god, there's a pigeon next to the camera. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> okay, it's gone, it's gone. Good. There we go. So, today we're going to discuss basically like different cultures and yeah. living around because we both have yeah. a like obviously we moved to ireland mm -hmm. but even before that we both have a history of living in different countries yeah. and different cultures so we're going to be kind of like exploring the two different aspects of moving abroad and how first of all like moving abroad as a family and like yeah. with family duties and obligations almost and then yeah the and personal, security yeah exactly and then the personal choice of choosing to live abroad in like a different culture and a different country yeah. and stuff like that. So, Sophie, would you like to tell us where you're from and where you and your family kind of like lived and moved yes. around? So, hi, I'm Sophie <laughs> and I'm from Germany. <laughs> We're about no. in Germany. No, so I grew up um, and was born in Hamburg in Germany. Um, and I lived there until I was nine years old. And then my dad, he took a job in China. Mm -hmm. which is like interesting like I remember when my parents told me that I was so confused yeah because like actually like funny enough um so I have a best friend who I've known since the day that we were born because okay. our moms were like in birthing classes together okay okay so we've known each other she, she's 10 days younger than me oh my god so no 20 way. years like since minus those 10 days we've known each other our entire lives we grew up like sisters like my mom That's was like crazy. basically like um, nannying her throughout the day for like over a year or something like that yeah. when we were younger so literally grew up together and even like when we moved to like the suburbs we both moved like 10 minutes apart there okay. by chance yeah and actually her family had already said that they were going to move to Shanghai oh my god and then my dad by chance got a job in Beijing oh my god so it was just the funniest coincidence ever did they move around the same time that you guys yes. moved oh my god we crazy. literally moved there Okay. I think the same winter, because we moved in December. Like that was in 2011, 12. I think 11. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was 2011, um, and we moved in the middle of the school year. Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I was nine years old, and honestly, it was, it was not a fun change for me. Yeah. It was obviously very overwhelming because I was mm -hmm. a very ch shy child as well mm -hmm. um completely different to what she is now <laughs> I mean like I guess to a certain extent yeah. sure but like still kind of the same like in the beginning I'm definitely very much more like quiet and like reserved yeah. and really like observe a situation before okay. I go into anything, into like, anything. or meet yeah, new people yeah. um but yeah so we moved to China when I was nine and then one and a half years later because we couldn't continue living there because I developed a deathly peanut allergy oh fuck so everything <laughs> while i was in china which is like the most horrible thing that could happen to you oh my because God. they do everything with peanuts with peanuts so whenever yeah. we go to a restaurant everyone got like the really nice fancy proper chinese food yeah and i sat there eating with rice. my bowl of unsalted <laughs> rice oh my god horrible but yeah no um but my parents didn't want to go back to Germany just yet because like they yeah. were also kind of adventurous and they were like, let's move to another country. Yeah. And after that, we moved to the Netherlands, okay. to The Hague yeah. um, for another two years. And so that was from like 10 to 12 years old. No, of. that was from 11 to 13. 11 to 13. OK. okay yes. nice. Um, so and then we moved back to Germany when I was 13. And yeah. from that day on, like literally the moment we got back to Germany, yeah. I was like, I can't wait to go to university abroad. Yeah. 
I knew like I was telling everyone like my entire family yeah. I was like I'm gonna move away when I'm 18 mm-hmm. just so you guys know yeah be prepared because I think moving abroad or living abroad does something to you mm-hmm. where it kind of like you see what the world has to offer yes. and you're like why content myself of just one place and mm-hmm. so exactly it's funny that like at the age of 13 you were like I know I'm not staying in my yeah. home country and I'm going somewhere else. It's like, because I was like, even back then, I was thinking, I was like, I already lived here. I was like, I want to go explore other countries on my own. Yeah, no, for sure. Because like, it was one thing, like, honestly, like, I want like, disclaimer, like, I did not enjoy my experiences of living abroad in China or the Netherlands. Oh, you When didn't. I was a child. I really didn't. Okay. Um, there were certain parts that were good about it. Yeah. But it was honestly, it was very traumatic even. We were like, three pros and three cons of like those experiences okay so um well there was a bit of bullying so that was a big con (laughs) just just a big one obviously um and it was because i obviously had to go to private schools because those were the only german schools that were there oh you did german schools in china yeah i was in german schools oh my god okay um just so i could like reintegrate back into the german system once without difficulty back. yeah yeah because like in germany obviously we have public schools and they're amazing like we do have private schools but like it's just unnecessary yeah like yeah. why would you go to a private school yeah. it doesn't make sense no because like our public schools are like top tier like they're amazing they're still pretty good systems yeah, yeah yeah not even pretty good but like, amazing like yeah, private yeah. schools have nothing more than offer. the public like, yeah, yeah exactly um but like going to these private schools with a bunch of very privileged rich, rich kids especially mm. in china was such like a shock for me yeah. because <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like they all had like maids working for them, multiple ones. I'm not joking here. What we did, heck? by the way. I just want to like really emphasize this. Yeah. Because um, my parents aren't like that. Um, so <laughs> one time, a girl from my class came up to my mom and straight up asked her. She was like, "Are you guys poor?" No, or me. She came up to me. I think I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But she was like, "Are you guys poor?" Because you don't have a maid. And we also didn't have like a super fancy car. We had like a normal car. I don't yeah. Know. Like I think it was a nice enough. Like, was yeah, it special? Like a, but no, yeah. They literally they were like, "Are you guys poor?" And I was like, "Are you actually joking?" Are you what the fuck? That's like, what? Crazy. Who asks that even like at ten years old? Yeah, no, like the fact that that's integrated in their norms as well. Yeah, no. Then you're like, oh, it was there's class division over there because like I had never given money a second thought. I was just like, like it's not like something where I would ever feel better than someone because my parents yeah. might have more money or like less than someone because they had more like it just wasn't mm-hmm. a thought it that wasn't ever a thought that entered my mind. mind. Yeah, I was just like, oh, like I have friends and we play together. And, and then suddenly it. it was like not like that and it mattered what kind of like brands you wore even at yeah, that oh age my God. and i was it was such a shock to me because i was like doing my own thing and suddenly that wasn't good enough no yeah clearly um and a good thing i would say was obviously like i did love to learn about the culture like we went to like yeah. the, like um all like the terracotta army we went to the like big wall all the time it was actually getting really annoying um, because we always went to excuse <laughs> no, because we always Mrs. we went to the same Mrs. spot in oh, the Great Wall okay. with every person that visited us. With the, the size of it, you'd go to the same, same spot. Oh my god! And like yeah. it was just like it got so like even like annoying to me. Like obviously it was so gorgeous, but it was like okay, another like three four hour drive to the same spot. To the same spot. And I was just like, okay, I'm kind of over this at this point. Oh my god! Like yeah. let me see something else. But no, like especially like the like countryside that we got to explore in China was phenomenal. Like I actually love that so yeah. much. Um. And I actually really got into theater um, oh my God, when no I way. was 
no yeah. way that's crazy and we had like the best drama teacher ever and i really developed passion for that that really lasted like through my entire school career that's so cool like loved love- it that was really big pro. <laughs> um yeah and we had like a like a clubhouse and we had like a pool that we could always go to so that was actually really that cool was as well really nice. that was actually really nice oh my gosh yeah you yeah, know crazy but see like contrary to you so i never lived in like continental europe or like in france yeah. until like almost five years ago this summer will be five years that i'm officially in europe yeah um so my dad's french and my mom's italian and they met in the seychelles so for those of you who don't know where that is that is like a tiny bunch of like archipelago islands to like the north east of madagascar so lost in the middle of the indian ocean so my sister and i were like born and raised there and genuinely i am so grateful and thankful to like the privileged childhood that i had just from like where I grew up and like in the conditions that I grew up in um so obviously at home it was kind of like languages is very like a complex topic at Uh home because like my first spoken language actually is Creole which is the language of the country over there because as a child I was put in kindergarten when my parents were working and so I was conf- I was obviously with all the Seychelles and I was one of the only white children there as well. So it was like people would, I, oh my God, I remember this. I had this primary school teacher. So before the private school that opened, because at first all the schools over there were public, but it was like a really low level of education because yeah. so we're still in Africa. So it's yeah. not like great development in education. And so before the public, the private school, the English private school I went to, opened I was in public school and I kid you not was the only white child in that school Mm -hmm. and I had this one teacher who hated white people and I remember she would like pinch me every time and she'd take a ruler and just like hit my arms just because of my skin color and I'd come home with like pinches scratches all on my arms and my mom would be like why are you hurt like this I'm like oh the teacher doesn't like me and it was kind of like, well, she doesn't do this to the other children. Why does she do it to you? Yeah. Um, so the thing of like bullying did happen over there. But because we were expats and no one there likes expats yeah. because you're working here and you're taking our money. But we're working as well. So it doesn't change anything. Yeah, no, um, it really does. Especially like no. a child. Like it wasn't your choice to it be wasn't there. It was my choice. I was born and raised yeah. here. I spoke the language. I've known the culture and that's all I've ever yeah. known. And so the first language I spoke was actually Creole. And then my mom and dad kind of like spoke French and Italian to us to communicate with like our grandparents because otherwise it was kind yeah. of like language barrier. <laughs> and then obviously started the English school and so started speaking English when I was like four years old. And with my sister, I've always spoken English. And then with my mom and dad, mainly spoke French at home and then Italian with only our grandparents and stuff. And I remember growing up there was just so amazing because like just imagine living on like the tiniest islands in the world and you're just isolated from yeah. every single problem that the world has. You're away from conflict, from war, from economic struggle. Like we have our own struggles, but they're on such a tiny scale yeah. that it literally doesn't even matter that much. And probably feel more manageable also. Oh my God, that. nearly. And it was just like a very simple lifestyle. So obviously grew up with European parents. So with Euro- European like cultural norms and um, like ways of living Mm. let's say in ways of thinking but also growing up in like a different country that isn't the one of my parents and isn't the one of anyone else in my family being in a completely different part of the globe as well living on the island was just like such a chill and very slow kind of 
dynamic and no worries, no nothing. And I remember moving to France for the first time. So my dad was moving back to his family home. So we moved into my grandparents' house and like renovated it and everything. And we moved there. We spent the summer. I spent the summer with my family and stuff. And it was lovely. And like every summer we'd go back to Europe. We'd do a month in Italy and a month in France to visit our grandparents. Mm. And going on holiday and living in a place is completely different. And so oh, yeah. not the same. I remember when my dad and my mom announced to us that we were moving. I was in utter shock. I was like, wait, what do you mean we're leaving? Like, this is all we've ever known. Yeah. And so making such a big move like you're going from a tiny island to continental europe yes completely different weather seasons i had never lived seasons in my life before um a different culture a different language because obviously i spoke french but i didn't speak french as good as i do now because i wasn't in a french school mm. so i remember starting school in france i was in a private school there as well oh my god worst and best experience as well because I met some of my best friends there yeah. and I'm forever grateful for that. Um, but at the same time, it was so hard because learning to speak academic French and then writing everything in French and oh. doing everything in French, mm. so complicated. And also, I moved, I was like 15. So yeah. I had already developed my character and my personality in the way I was thinking and growing up and yeah. how I saw things, you know? And that was obviously very different to what people in the south of France saw and, th and thought. Um, so it was kind of like, oh, you're not from here. You're yeah. like, you think differently. So it's kind of like, well, where do you fit in? Where is like your middle ground? Um, so it was really like a tough move. Oh my God, the seasons. Shame <laughs> what the actual fuck. Who invented seasons and why? Not happy about that. We want to have a word with them. No, we clearly want to change that. Something Scientists, please do something about this because winter, no thank you. <laughs> being cold no yeah. sun it was just like i saw the real color of my skin for the first time in my life as well so that was like <laughs> a bit of shocker probably <laughs> yes it was because like at first we were always like in our bathing suits on yeah. the beach in the sun 24 7 and then you come to europe you experience winter for the first time and i saw the color of my skin for the first time and i was like dad we look ill and my dad was like you girls this is this is who you are this is what's underneath <laughs> it's the tan. okay it's okay you're, you're very gonna... <laughs> white it's okay <laughs> but so like i'm glad we moved to europe and i think we moved at the right time and yeah. the perfect place because i tell myself because I've, I've thought about this actually mm -hmm. and i was like if i had stayed in the seychelles until the age of 18 and then moved for college I think that move would have been way harder okay. than if we had moved before. Just because we had time to adapt with my sister and we had time to learn how to assimilate the culture of yeah, southern France. That. So, because you have to learn to adapt. If you don't adapt, mm. then you are literally not going to be a part of the society yeah. and the community that you live in. And so I'm like... I told my parents this actually last year. I was like, I'm grateful we moved, even though at the time when we were moving, I saw it as like the most like treacherous and betrayal that they could have ever yeah. done to us. Sounds really dramatic. No, but, but like, no, yeah, I completely understand that. Yeah, I really crazy. do. Um, and then kind of like you, when I moved to France, I did like a year. I moved when COVID hit as well. So we, escaped, well, oh, yeah. Um. yeah. So we escaped something good because imagine doing COVID in the Seychelles we would have like lost everything like money wise there was no income coming in the country because obviously oh. the income works yeah. on 85 percent is tourism there were no planes there were no tourists that means no money no nothing so it was yeah. kind of like the perfect timing almost yeah like we couldn't have predicted it there. yeah um but then obviously like learning to make friends during covid oh. 
so hard so yeah. hard um but the friends i have from high school are still like my best friends now so that is like i'm forever grateful for that that's amazing yeah which is really cool um but like you when i moved to france i was like okay i know this is not where i want to do my studies just because the language was still not the one i was most comfortable in and just the culture yeah like i love france i love my country and i like fully respect it but i knew that it wasn't for me for college yeah um and so that's why i was like okay we need to expand our horizons and go somewhere else and kind of like you being like well why content myself with one place when i know mm. something else has to offer something potentially no, better but yeah what would you say were like the biggest like changes and like values or like the way things were handled from the seychelles to france oh wow um so one of the first things i discovered moving to europe mm-hmm. was stress no <laughs> no <laughs> how, did, how did you make it to 15 years of your life yeah. not feeling like this like constant presence of like dread and like unhappiness yeah no like the notion of time in the islands they have a whole different philosophy right oh yeah i I do get that it's just like so like unimaginable to me yeah like i had never confronted stress and the power that work has on your life as well like over there it's just Baba cool, as we would say in French. It's like Baba cool. It's like very chill, very like much so. You see, like the reggae lifestyle. Yeah. That's basically what it was. Like you're (laughs) chilling in the islands and you're like at the beach and like, you know, you lose all notion Mm -hmm. of time and there's no point in rushing because you're living life. Like there's no point. Came here and it was just like stress, work, stress, Mm -hmm. stress again, work, work. Capitalistic grind. Oh my God. This is not a fan either. Not a fan of capitalism. Not going to lie. So, yeah. But um, so that was one of like my biggest shocks was like learning or like discovering more so like the relationship that people had to work, like mm. with work. Um, and then also like the whole notion of money as well, oh, okay, like yeah. you were saying in China. But oh. for here, I feel like in Europe, um, you have to show that you have an economic status oh you really do i hate and i was just like what the actual fuck and especially like in france i was in a private catholic school in the south so you can imagine the type of stuff people were wearing you could count the thousands of euros on people's outfits and i was just there like i can you have 10 grand on yourself like how do you have how do you like some people weren't aware Oh my god i remember this one girl bless her soul like she was so unaware of so many things in the world she had no idea that some people lived below minimum wage really yeah and i looked at her and i was like you do know people are like dying because of war and she's like yeah but like that's rare and i'm like no no (laughs) people in our country are dying because they don't have enough money to live in our society and so the factor of money also was like a big revelation mm. to me where people weren't fully aware of the fact that there is a huge gap in inequalities yeah. financially speaking um and then an amazing thing that i discovered about europe was this whole like independence side of things because obviously living on the islands um all of our parents so my parents and my parents friends would be the ones to like bring us to like school yeah. and like swim training or like to our friends houses and stuff so you were reliant on your parents quite a bit Mm. to like move around and coming to europe this is going to sound so weird but it was the first time first of all first time i ever had a phone so i got my first phone when i was 15 didn't have a phone back then because we didn't need one like your parents knew where you were you didn't need a cell phone like there was no point in having one 
Um, so having my first phone and being able to take the bus oh. alone. <laughs> no, it's not. It <laughs> sounds so stupid. No, I get that. But I really like, do. Being able to be like, okay, mom and dad, I'm taking the bus and I'll be back in three hours. And it was just like, whoa, this is really cool. Like, I can move by myself and I can go yeah. doing stuff with your friends outside of going to the beach and hanging out at the parents' house, mm. you know? Being like, oh, we're going to the cinema or we're going to the mall. Things I had oh, never done yeah, in my I life. Love that makes, and yeah. so I was kind of like discovering everything at like the age of 15, 16 years old and being like, okay, this is what you do with your friends on a weekend. Like you go hang out and you go grab like an ice cream and you hang out in the mall or like yeah. you go walk around town and then you, I don't know, it was just so fun and I genuinely loved it. And it was honestly like it was a good thing that we moved, but also a very like shocking thing at the mm. same time because all you've ever known is the island life and you move to Europe and it's like yeah. completely different. Yeah, but, well, um, definitely. But yeah, no, so as soon as I came to France, I was like, I'm going to stay here for high school. And as soon as high school is done, going somewhere else. And that somewhere else was Ireland. Yeah, honestly, so. yay for us. Like, genuinely. <laughs> but yeah, no. So, like, how, what pushed you to move abroad almost for your studies? I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, again, I literally always knew. Like, it was yeah. just, like, from when we got back, I was aware that of the fact that I was going to move abroad. Yeah. But when COVID happened, I was in my fifth year okay. of high school. Okay. And I think, like, that whole thing, because, like, I suddenly, like, I don't know what changed in me. But yeah. suddenly it didn't seem like a reality anymore to move abroad. And I don't think it was yeah. because of COVID. I think it was because I had made proper friends yeah. in Germany um which like because I moved there at 13 so I was it was a really big struggle mm -hmm. to go into this like teenage girl like toxic environment like it was yeah. really really horrible at first um but like through the years I did make like great friends and I I think I was really scared of moving somewhere and not having that and, not having, and having to yeah. start over again um and so in my mind I just kind of like lost track of the thought like that i did want to move abroad you didn't want, yeah. because like it was always something that i really really did desire but when i finished school at first i didn't apply to move abroad oh um, wow okay yeah i only looked at universities back at home yeah um even like in the same city like in hamburg okay yeah. um not even anything further away because i think yeah. i was suddenly like so scared yeah of that option and almost you had created like a comfort so you're like why leave this comfort for something yeah that's exactly unknown? and yeah. it was like it had been such a struggle for me, genuinely, yeah. to build that. And, like, I had had these, like, really bad experiences, both moving to China and to the Netherlands and then back to Hamburg, where it was so tough to make honest, mm. good friends. Because, especially really at that hard. age, um, it was just... <clears throat> Children can be mean. Children and they can were. Be, yeah. They were very mean. Yeah. Um, and it, it made me so insecure in myself. Mm -hmm. And at first I didn't think that I had it in me to go out into the world alone and do that. Yeah. And make actual friends. So it was, it took me a while. But like after like half a year after finishing school, I was like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I was like, I always wanted this. So I really just like pushed myself. And like, I just like went with my intuition. Which just and so trusted right my gut. Yeah. And... It was actually, it was so funny to me because moving here, it was suddenly so easy to make friends. Yeah. And it was something that crazy. Like, I was actually, I was like, when I was younger, I was like, why is it so hard for me? Yeah. Am I the problem? Like, what am I doing wrong? Because like, even my teacher went up to my mom. She was like, she's always in her shell. Like, she's not trying hard enough. 
but I was just so scared of the rejection well, and yeah. the people not liking me. But then when I got moved here and I was actually just like who I was as a person and mm -hmm. I wasn't afraid of people being mean to me. Of be yeah. It was so easy to connect to others. It's so refreshing And to as form well. actual deep friendships with people that you know are there for you regardless. Yes. But it's almost like a gamble because you don't know if it's going to succeed or not. Yeah. And so, no, I fully understand what you mean. The thing is, you see, like, I was never afraid of moving abroad. I think it's because my whole life, I had seen like my parents live in a completely different continent yeah. and so the fact that they didn't see their family we saw our grandparents once a year and mm -hmm. that was it so it's kind of like in my norm normality almost yeah. to like be away from family but you know that you still have them or like the thing of like friends coming and going obviously the Seychelles loads of expats were there mm -hmm. and you'd yeah. make friends with loads of expats but a lot of the time the contracts of the parents would be like two or three years and then yeah, you know that you lose your us, friends yeah. I know that one of like my closest friends and I'm still best friends with her and I know I'm going to be at her wedding someday and she's going to be at mine someday. Um, she lived in the Seychelles for two and a half years and then she moved abroad. But that like if it's truly a friendship that you care about, yeah. it'll last. And so I kind of was always used to this thing of like people coming and going and not staying forever. Yeah. Um, and so in my head when I was like, OK, I want to move abroad. I knew that like I was going to be away from my family. I they miss like I miss them and they miss me like obviously it's a normal human thing to feel yeah. um but it didn't make me scared but what did make me scared it was like finding people that you were gonna get along with because mm. obviously coming to Ireland being like another country I had never been in yeah um and there was something also really like dynamically rewarding and like exciting of like moving abroad alone and not with your family because oh, like hundred percent that's insane because like when you're under 18 you're still a minor and you're still under your parents like control almost and like doing what they mm. tell you to do and stuff and so yeah. if your family's moving well you're moving with them but this time it was kind of like well I want to move therefore this is all my choice yeah. and my responsibilities and that whole change kind of like changes your perception of moving abroad because it's a personal choice that comes from within and if it works out then you're so proud and if it doesn't you're like fuck I like I failed yeah. on something but um no coming here genuinely like what the heck like yeah. i'm just like this is amazing like it is and like what i really love is because when i was younger like moving abroad made me really insecure and very shy mm, and very yeah. introverted but when i actually decided to move abroad on my own i really also came into my own yeah and i just like realized like that i can do this mm -hmm. and it made me confident and it fulfilled me yeah. and it was just like it was so rewarding it really is like yeah honestly, it really is. and it just like even like in Ireland now, like I know I don't want to stay in Ireland longer than college. Like yeah. I went to my bachelor's here, but I want to see what more countries I can explore. No, yeah, clearly. Just because like I feel like not restless, but I love moving to new places. To new places. And, and just, just discovering seeing. new things and yeah. just like seeing what else there like is to it. There is. And what I find fascinating about moving abroad is like we're all human, but we all see things so differently mm. according to the culture and the mentality. And oh, it's yeah. like so fascinating to watch the smallest things like the smallest human interactions like how people will greet each other how people will interact in like i don't know a professional scene yeah. it's like 
everything is so different and the way people perceive their day-to-day lives mm. i find that so fascinating Same to here. watch which is insane to me no definitely and like that's also like why during the summer like i'm going to nepal for a month during the summer <gasps> oh my god mm-hmm. I love. and like i read through like everything that like the volunteer organization that i'm working with yeah. like has like said about the country and like also like for example i won't have a washing machine there <gasps> So like it will, learning how that works. Yeah. yeah. So either we can like pay people to like do like the like our laundry, laundry. With, like hand washing, or we can do it ourselves. Yeah. But even like that reality, or like you don't shake someone's hand. Yeah. You like do like namaste. Yeah. Um, and like I'm so excited to, to experience that, that because yeah. like I love getting to know these different cultures. Yeah, yeah. Like even in China, I remember it was like because like even though like I was like again didn't love it, but like the funniest thing was, was like so, nice. so my first day we arrived there from the airport we were on the way back home and we stopped at a supermarket yeah um and we went to buy bread yeah you know all normal um and then the woman selling us the bread cherry is her name okay um she asked if she could take a picture with me and again uh? nine-year-old child confused tired was just standing there being like like why do you want a photo huh? with me yeah literally it was the most bizarre surreal experience i've ever had and it was because i had blonde hair oh my god no way <laughs> and, like, me and my friend because like when my friend like her name's alina um when she came to visit us especially like uh, when we to her um tourists would stop us like chinese tourists yeah. from like over the country would stop us photos. and ask if they could take pictures with us oh my god that's we crazy. had to hide her brothers like because he had like platinum blonde hair when he was younger still have um we had to hide his hair under like a hat so people wouldn't freak wouldn't out st- seeing oh him oh my god um it was so weird or like a woman on the train just like kissed my cheek randomly that's crazy because i had blonde hair so like stuff like that was just like it was so bizarre to me because i felt like it's a pretty <laughs> but, like, like, or like an cool alien way. it's like either no, a certain so, or an alien it's yeah like, no like it was time. so weird um Oh my God. but stuff like that like it's like so funny to get to know different cultures or like yeah. we like actually kind of like had a friendship with sherry like the woman from yeah. the bakery um and, like she did like gave my mom and me like some chinese lessons because i came over to chat yeah. um and the first time she came over to like chat with my mom she brought her own milk in like a little plastic bag because she oh didn't want to inconvenience yes. us to take our milk that's crazy. And my mom was just like, like that's, that's like you don't have to you do, don't do, have that. to do that. But it was this like completely different mentality and like approach to things. Like this like very much like still having this like, oh, like, you know, you're like people that like people, come here yeah. for work and like oh like you're here and like it was like this like weird like thinking of us and like a lot of people were had like a really like higher regard. Yeah. But others also obviously like didn't like us because we we're expats. Because, yeah. But like once you actually got to talk to people, like both had this like you know, like we're equal here. Yeah. Um, and like and we're not like European. Like we don't yeah. care about that. Like we want to get to know you as a person. It was so interesting to get to know different cultures. No, yeah. For and just sure. like to have that experience with people. That's crazy. Speaking of supermarkets, actually, um, <laughs> okay. moving to oh my god, you guys, European supermarkets. My, oh, I'm like, what the heck? You go into one spot and you find everything. <laughs> like I remember growing up, I was in the Seychelles. We had like these little local convenient food shops and everything and most of them were owned by like indians we have a huge indian community mm-hmm. in the stations because it's not too far and they come over to work and bring money back home because yeah. they earn more money there and i remember when we do like our groceries we'd have to go to like three or four different shops just to get we're like okay here i know we can get like our rice pasta this and that here we can get like our vegetables our fruits and stuff like that and uh, we go to our fishermen to get like the fishermen because there was like a local fisherman and you just go oh, get your fish um 
And so I remember moving to Europe and my dad being like, okay, we're going to go grocery shopping. My sister and I being obsessed with supermarkets here. We'd walk in. I remember <laughs> even during the summers where we come here on holiday, going to the supermarket was like an activity because it's like you go in, you have a whole aisle of mm -hmm. just like cheese and like sweets and like chips and this and that and it was just so much fun just going through me like we have so much choice and it's like <laughs> oh, so i can't you know and like a couple this was when this was the summer of 2021 i remember where i live in the south of france there's like a big community of polynesian um people and so they do once a year, like during the summer once a year they do like this huge you buy tickets and they do like a huge like cultural dinner kind of thing with like shows of like dancing and music and you eat local food and there's these chips, which I used to eat with my sister, like, all the time in the Seychelles. And they're called Twisties. And I hadn't seen Twisties in Europe since moving. So for, like, two or three years, hadn't seen them. And when I went to this, like, Polynesian dinner thing, they had packs of Twisties. Sophie, when I tell you, I spent 30 euros and I bought, like, no. six or seven packs of Twisties. I was, like, <laughs> oh. it was, like, finding small, small things like that that you used to eat. Yeah. Before. No, I, I get And that. it's like, this is happening to me now here where I've gotten used to eating stuff from French supermarkets and like coming to Ireland, they don't really like Cadbury is their chocolate and not really Milka or like they don't really have yeah. the same cheeses or the same biscuits or the yeah, same brands yeah, of sauces true. and pastas. And so doing that all again. And as soon as I find something in a supermarket from back home, I'm like, oh my God, you guys, they have Ligue to Lune. I'm just like, oh, amazing. <laughs> But, um, It's like small things like that yeah. about moving abroad where you get used to certain things and then when you move, it's like, well, you have to re-get used to everything. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love and hate at the same time because like you want to have your original brands and then you have to find like the replacing ones just to like adapt to yeah. everything. But um, it's such a fun and like intriguing process of like moving abroad and trying to adapt and assimilate so many yeah. different cultures no But definitely i definitely know that i'm like we're not done moving like we're oh, gonna be yeah, no. moving around quite a yes. bit but um until i like honestly i think my whole mission at the moment or for the next couple of years is just to find a place that i want to stay in for a longer time yeah and once i find that place i think i will get more settled and more yeah. grounded and like laid down roots yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh my god um but like the thing is do you think you'll ever be fully content with one place i have no idea i think that's yeah. to find out to find out i genuinely think that there will never be one place where i yeah. will be fully content with because different spots have different meanings for mm. me obviously like the Seychelles is my home that's where i was born and raised that's where like i became the person i am today and france is also another home because mm -hmm. that's where i did like my whole teenagehood almost and like but italy where my grandma is is also another home because yeah. that's like a grounded place that i've known since i was like a baby and now ireland has become a new home because it's been a chosen home by me yeah but so no, definitely i think every place that you move to have different sentimental values mm. so genuinely i've asked myself this question like charlotte will you ever be content with one place and the answer i think for me is like no i will never be content with yeah. one place because there will always be pros and cons no, of I living abroad yes. or living in your home country um But I think that, like, moving is something that everyone should experience at least once in their life. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it also just, like, it makes you more secure in who you are as a person, especially yeah. going out on your own. Because, like, 
you test your boundaries. Mm, yeah. You test your capacities of integrating yourself and yeah. finding your own spot and, and making yeah. a place for yourself, especially. Um, and you have like yeah. all this like you like develops like trust in yourself. Oh my god. That yeah. was a really big part for me because like before I moved here on my own, I also traveled on my own. Yeah. Um and that's like first like solo travel. It was actually yeah. to Paris. And that just like it actually like because like I was about to decide whether I was gonna move to actually like Ireland or not. Or not like yeah. I'd already applied, but I still wasn't hundred percent certain. Mm-hmm. But once I actually did this like solo trip, I was like, I can do this. You can do this. I was for like, sure. absolutely. You needed the confidence boost. Yeah, to you be able do. To be like, I can definitely, do this especially on my for own. the first time and like oh, at yeah, that age sure. as well. But again, it is so rewarding, and I do think I agree with you. I think everyone should experience that. Should. Like, even like if it's not moving to a different country, at least traveling on your own yeah. or like just moving somewhere else on your or own like, as well. Even if it's moving within the country and like moving to like a different city or like moving to the capital or whatever yeah. but like even a small move is still a move yeah I you're agree. going outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. outside of an environment you've known your entire life and yeah. i think you needed to grow as a person oh i agree and it really 100%. helps a lot yeah because then it makes it easier to like meet other people mm-hmm. and then you have so many like points in common and it's like yeah craziest shit ever like here i actually met a girl whose cousin I grew up with in the Seychelles. Like, the probability of me meeting That's this one French girl yes. who was like, oh, do you know Etienne? And I was like, yes, I was. I grew up with him. It, like, what are the chances of me meeting this girl here in Galway and her cousin being a boy that I grew up with back yeah. home? No, that's crazy. That's insane. It's completely insane. And then you realize how small the world is. Yeah. So never be afraid to step out of your shell because oh, yes. everyone is interconnected in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. And you'll always be able to connect with people on different levels and about oh, different yeah. things. Really? And just like moving around and like seeing and like actually experiencing. And I don't mean like going on like a hotel vacation somewhere. That's not no. actually experiencing Living a with the locals. Yes, exactly. And just like actually going out also on your own and not always having like friends at first to like you know be your safety net yeah which is like just you in a new place it just like it gives you like so many just like new outlooks on life Mm. and like experiences and it just like makes you a more well-rounded person i'd say oh for sure but that's why i think that when everyone can gather from this episode is that moving abroad will only be beneficial for you and i agree it will always bring you something and worst case you can always go back home yeah like or to a new different country different different city like there's nothing wrong with stepping back and yeah, oh, going no, back and retracing a different route. Yeah. So I and always trust your gut with it. Always trust your gut. Yeah. If a place tells and you to trust go in somewhere, yourself. oh my god, 100%. Because yeah. if you don't trust yourself, then you're never going to make it. Yeah. As simple as that. That's but a great, great end. And a great <laughs> end. But I hope you guys enjoyed. And tune in next week as well. Exactly. Bye, you guys. Bye. Have a nice week. <laughs> Yay.